Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser, and broadcasting live from Shortcoat Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 U.S. House of Representatives Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced that the House would vote on his spending and debt bill this week and he invited President Joe Biden to discuss the debt ceiling with him. Speaker McCarthy has repeatedly said that he and his fellow House Republicans are refusing to raise the nation's borrowing limit and risking economic catastrophe to force a reckoning on America's $31 trillion national debt. He proposed a plan last week that would increase the $31 trillion U.S. debt limit by $1.5 trillion while pairing it with a $4.5 trillion in spending cuts. Yeah, I mean, McCarthy, as everyone watched back in January, barely got the job. It only took place, he only got to be speaker after 15 floor votes, something we haven't seen in a century. So he he had to really uh, make a lot of promises to the hard right wing of his conference, conservative wing of his conference, that he's gonna cut spending and he's going to shrink the size of government dramatically uh, especially and and get rid of the deficit as much as possible um, and he's going to have a showdown he was talking about it they're going to have a showdown with President Biden and the Democrat Democrats over this and now he's trying to deliver on that promise he's going to have to deliver 218 votes to pass this there's no Democrat is going to vote for this in the House at all so McCarthy is going to have to deliver 218 votes he's got 222 members so he can only lose four members and still pass this. The cost of insuring exposure to U.S. debt has risen, and financial analysts are raising concerns about the increasing risk of default. McCarthy believes he can get enough votes to pass his bill in the chamber, although Democrats, including Senators Amy Klobuchar and Dick Durbin, have urged negotiations between Biden and McCarthy. Number two. U.S. President Joe Biden announced late Shabbos afternoon, April 22nd, that the American embassy staff in Sudan have been evacuated amid ongoing fighting between the country's army and a paramilitary group. As of yet, one American national has been reported killed in the fighting. Incredibly, with critics warning of a repeat of the Afghan evacuation debacle, which still haunts the Biden administration till this day, the U.S. State Department announced that due to the intensity of the fighting, there is no way an evacuation could take place for U.S. nationals. Here, take a listen. Due to the uncertain security situation in Khartoum and the closure of the airport, it's currently not safe to undertake a U.S. government-coordinated evac. Uh, Americans should have no expectation a USG-coordinated evacuation at this time, and uh, we expect that's going to remain the case. To be clear, though, this statement by the U.S. State Department only applies to U.S. civilians in Sudan, not diplomatic or military personnel. As the fighting in Sudan enters its second week, several countries, including Saudi Arabia, announced that they were preparing to evacuate their own nationals. Biden called on the warring parties to reach an immediate and unconditional ceasefire and stop unconscionable violence that left hundreds dead and thousands wounded. Number three. A Palestinian terrorist rammed his car into five pedestrians on Monday, April 24th in a terrorist attack next to Jerusalem's popular Machane Yehuda market. One person was left in serious condition, one in moderate condition, and six others were lightly injured in the attack. 
Y24 news correspondent Guy Azriel describes the situation. We're talking about an event that took place uh, just 40 minutes ago at 4.20 local time. We know that uh, now this car, black car, was driving by a Palestinian residence of East Jerusalem in a very busy street in uh, Jerusalem, Agripas, that is the street that leads to the Mahle Yehuda market, very buzzing at this time of the day, especially as we gear up uh, for uh, the Israel Remembrance Day and uh, Independence Day. He uh, goes through a red light and rams into five Israelis. We can report that one of them is seriously injured. Another woman in her 30s is moderately injured and three other Israelis in light uh, condition. Um, the moment that uh, this ramming attack takes place, um, the, the, the street is very crowded. A civilian who was there at the scene saw the events unfold, uh, saw these terrible this terrible situation, those people who were injured there. He uh, spots the car. He understands that this is a terror attack. This is no normal uh, 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 car accident of some sort. Uh, he pulls out his gun. He's got a, a gun with a license. He shoots that uh, driver that we know now is a Palestinian resident of East Jerusalem who also holds an Israeli ID. And thanks to the uh, quick reaction of this civilian on the street, uh, more injuries were prevented. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.